0: Hello, and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. We have two new Coco Club members to welcome tonight. Hey Ella. Hi Rainbow. Thank you for subscribing. We're so pleased to have you as part of our little club and hope you enjoy the special bonus stories we have coming up. Wednesday's final Christmas story is a spectacular one we will be flying to New York on holiday with a little girl called Ivy and her family. It's Christmas and Ivy has a sneaky feeling that she may bump into Santa Claus in the festive streets of the Big Apple. Let's see if she's right. But back to tonight, and it's less than a week to go until Christmas Day. So before I tell you anything about the story, let's get into bed, wriggle around a bit, And try to calm your excited bodies and busy brains. It's time for resting now. And we're going to start by taking a lovely deep breath in through your nose and sighing it out. And again. Breathe in and sigh softly out. One more time. In and out. Now close your eyes and relax your face, your forehead, your jaw and let your tongue rest down behind your teeth. If you can, get a little bit more comfy and finally relax your arms and legs down into your bed. With our eyes closed, we're going to imagine a cold, snowy day. Icicles are hanging from the bare branches of the trees, and any footsteps left on the ground are quickly covered up by freshly fallen flakes of snow. The wind whistles through the air, and in the distance, the faint sound of jingle bells can be heard. Tonight we're journeying to the North Pole, and into a warm, busy workshop where Santa's elves are in full swing, preparing the toys ready for Christmas Day. This is Jingle, Jangle and Jolly Save Christmas by Alicia Ainsley. In the midst of the snowy wilderness stood a little town. Most people may only celebrate Christmas time in December, but here, in this little town at the North Pole, Christmas is rejoiced all year round. For it is here that Santa Claus and his merry team of helpers live and work. While Santa rifles through the millions of letters from children across the world, and Mrs. Claus keeps track of who is on the nice list and the naughty list, there are many other creatures who help prepare for Christmas Day. Santa's band of reindeer train all year round to make sure they are flying fit for Christmas Eve. Plus, Jack Frost and his mystical snowmen take care of the weather to make sure it is crisp, snowy and just right for wintertime. Meanwhile, in a huge workshop close to Santa's grotto, work the elves. They are perhaps the most hard-working Christmas creatures of all. Every day, Santa's elves make toys and package them up in delightfully colourful wrapping paper, ready for delivery on Christmas Eve. The elves have millions of toys to make. So they have to work to a strict schedule in order to be ready in time for Christmas Eve. Luckily, Santa's elves are very efficient and they never fail in their task. One December day, the elves were cheerfully crafting their toys in the workshop. Christmas was fast approaching and they still had lots of toys to finish. Jolly the elf was the manager and he was in charge of overseeing the toy workshop. He made sure that everything was running to schedule at all times. Jolly marched up and down the workshop, in between the long tables of workers and massive machines and conveyor belts, his shoes jingling all the way. He walked up to a podium at the front of the workshop and stepped up so that he could be seen above the rest of his team. He had an important announcement to make. He called out to everyone. Hello, my fellow elves. May I have your attention? As soon as they heard Jolly's squeaky voice, the machines quietened down and general chatter between the elves stopped. Jolly continued with his speech. We have only ten more days to go until Christmas Eve, and we still have 10,000 toys to make. We are running slightly behind schedule, so I need a couple of elves to work late with me tonight to help us catch up on our workload. I need someone to assist with the making of our super bouncy balls, and someone with fast fingers to knit extra sweaters for the teddy bears. Who would like to help me? All of the elves in the workshop shot their hands up into the air. Everyone wanted to help make sure that Christmas Eve went ahead without a hitch. Santa's elves were all very helpful and hardworking, so Jolly had plenty of elves to choose from. He scanned the crowd of eager faces and noticed two young elves that he hadn't spent much time with before. They were called Jingle and Jangle. Jingle wore a red hat and a red tunic, and Jangle wore green. Jolly decided that this would be a perfect opportunity to get to know these elves. He made his choice. Jingle? And Jangle, you can help me tonight, Jolly announced before thanking all the other elves for their offers of assistance. Jingle and Jangle high-fived each other excitedly. It was a great privilege to be trusted, to help such a senior elf as Jolly the manager. The afternoon plodded along as normal. And when it was time for all the other elves to finish for the day, Jingle and Jangle stayed behind to work overtime with Jolly. Jolly handed out their jobs for the evening. Jingle was going to make the super bouncy balls, and Jangle was tasked with knitting the extra jumpers for the teddy bears. In the meantime... Jolly would count up the toys that had been made that day and make sure they were all labelled correctly. It was a very important job to make sure that the presents were addressed to the right children. Jolly worked his way through the wrapped presents, while Jangle clicked his knitting needles together as fast as he could and Jingle moulded the bouncy balls. The trick to making a super bouncy ball was that you rolled the finished ball in a big pot of spongy slime. This gave them an extra bouncy exterior. Jingle was having such a good time making the bouncy balls. He painted them all different colours of the rainbow, and some of them he even dipped in glitter. The gooey slime felt sticky on his hands as he dunked the balls into the pot, and Jingle made quite a mess of his workstation. Meanwhile, Jangle and Jolly worked away peacefully and tidily. Not before long, Jingle had finished his task of making the super bouncy balls, and he proudly announced that he was done. Jolly the elf was very impressed with Jingle's efficiency and asked him to bring the bouncy balls over to him so that they could begin wrapping them up. Jingle carried the box of super bouncy balls over to Jolly. But as he walked, he noticed that the brightly coloured balls were so bouncy that they were jiggling about in the box. Jingle could hardly control them as he moved, but he held onto the box firmly. Unfortunately for Jingle, some of the messy slime he had been working with had splashed onto the floor, and just as he was close to jolly, he slipped on the slime. Jingle's feet whooshed up into the air and he fell backwards dropping the box of bouncy balls in the process. The balls scattered everywhere, and Jingle, Jangle and Jolly watched helplessly as the balls boined and bounced off the walls, up to the ceiling, through their legs, and in every direction possible. The balls crashed through the completed piles of presents, perfectly wrapped and organized for Christmas Eve, knocking them all over, and the balls darted around the toy-making machines. Eventually, the super bouncy balls started to lose their momentum, and they slowed down enough for jingle, jangle, and jolly, to grab and return them to the box. Just when they thought that they had retrieved all the bouncy balls, Jolly the elf noticed one last yellow glittery ball resting on a workbench. He tried to snatch up the remaining ball, but it slipped through his fingers and ricocheted off the workbench up into the air, and crashed into the cogs of one of the toy-making machines. With a crack and a crunch, the cogs of the machine came loose and crumpled to the floor in a dusty heap. Oh dear, oh dear, Jolly sighed. The toy machine is broken. How will we stay on schedule for Christmas Eve now? Jingle and Jangle rushed forward and picked up the broken pieces of the machine. Don't worry, Jolly, Jangle assured him. We can fix this. Us worker elves are very handy and resourceful. We'll have it fixed in no time. Jingle, Jangle, and Jolly all took a look at the broken cogs of the machine. Some of them had split in two, and others had cracks in them from the impact of their fall. The machine parts were in a sorry state. How are we going to put these back together again? Jolly wondered. Jingle lifted his finger into the air, like a child at school, and replied, I have an idea. We could use superglue to stick them back together again. But Jolly shook his head and said that superglue wouldn't be strong enough for the toy-making machine. It was so big that they needed something much firmer. The three little elves thought hard. What could they use to fix the cogs back together again? Then Jangle had an idea. Why don't we ask Jack Frost for help? Jangle suggested. Jack Frost might be able to stick the broken pieces back together again with his super icy powers. Jingle and Jolly agreed that it was worth a try. The three elves placed the broken machine pieces in a bag, got dressed in their winter coats and scarves, and journeyed outside into the snow. They trudged their way through the deep snow and the blustering blizzard in search of Jack Frost. Jack Frost could be absolutely anywhere. He didn't live in a house, he lived outdoors in the snow. So the three elves called out his name into the wilderness, hoping that he would hear their call and appear. Jingle, Jangle and Jolly walked behind the reindeer stables and over the hill and found the field of snowmen. The snowmen were having their dinner. They were eating their favorite meal of ice cream and snow cones, and Jingle's belly grumbled when he saw them. They decided to ask the snowmen for help. Jolly walked up to a snowman who had their back turned to them. The snowman wore a bright orange scarf and a fancy green top hat on their head. Jolly tapped them on the shoulder and said, Excuse me, can we ask you a question? The snowman turned around to face them, holding a blue snow cone in their hand. Ah, hello there, the snowman greeted them in a high-pitched voice. Jolly was surprised, to see that the snowman was actually a snowwoman. The snowwoman introduced herself. I'm Ola, she said cheerfully. How can I help you little elves? Jolly asked Ola, the snowwoman, if she knew where they might find Jack Frost. Jingle explained what had happened in the toy workshop. And Jangle showed her the broken pieces of the machine that they needed to fix in time for the morning. They hoped that Jack Frost might be able to help weld them back together again with his icy magic. Ola the Snow Woman could see that they were in need of help, and she made a suggestion to the elves. She replied, I'm afraid I don't know where Jack Frost is. He could be anywhere in the world right now. But I might be able to help you. Us snow people have icy powers too, so maybe I could help you freeze the pieces back together again. Jingle, Jangle and Jolly were delighted that Ola, the snow woman, wanted to help them. They all planned to walk back to the toy workshop and use Ola's magic to try to put the machine back together again. But not before they had all enjoyed a sweet snow cone with Ola and her friends. Jingle, Jangle, Jolly and Ola walked back past the reindeer stables towards the workshop. On the way, they spotted a bright light shining through the dark night air. They watched carefully as the white light approached them. What is that light? Jingle asked curiously. Jangle tutted and answered, It's the reindeer, of course. Who else do you know with noses that glow in the dark? As the bright light got closer, Raffi the reindeer came into view. He stopped at the fence to the reindeer enclosure and greeted the four passers-by. Good evening, everyone, Raffi said. What brings you all out this way so late on a winter night? Jingle. Jangle and Jolly retold the story of the unfortunate series of events that had led to the breaking of the toy machine, and Ola added that she was going to try to help fix the machine. Raffi was sorry to hear that the elves were having such trouble at such an important time of the year. He offered to come and help too, in whatever way he could, Jingle, Jangle and Jolly were very grateful to have the assistance of two enchanted creatures. Everyone at the North Pole was always so helpful. All five of them made their way to the toy workshop to come up with a plan of action. Once inside the cosy walls of the workshop, they inspected the broken machine. Raffi shone his bright glowing nose inside the machine to inspect the damage. The cogs that made the whole mechanism work had really taken a battering thanks to the super bouncy ball. This was going to be a tougher job than they first thought. But the five friends were not disheartened. If they worked together, as a team, then surely they could come up with a solution. Jolly checked his watch. Time was ticking away, and it was almost midnight. The rest of the worker elves would be in again for work at seven o'clock, so they didn't have very much time to fix the machine. Jingle and jangle matched up the broken pieces together, like a jigsaw puzzle, and Olla the snowwoman, used her icy powers to freeze and thaw the cogs back together again. Jingle and Jangle held the broken pieces in place, and Olla closed her eyes, took a deep breath, and blew out cold air from her mouth. Icicles formed and wrapped themselves around the cogs, welding the broken pieces back together. Ola did a very good job at fixing the shattered cogs. Once they were finished, Jingle and Jangle tested the strength of the newly welded pieces by holding either end of them and pulling them apart as hard as they could. Thankfully, they were frozen solid, and there was no breaking them once Ola had worked her magic. With the machine parts finally frozen back together again, they could attempt to reapply them to the machine. The only problem was that neither Jingle, Jangle, Jolly, Ola, or Raffi had ever fixed a machine before. Raffi shone his glowing nose into the machine, and Jingle, Jangle, and Jolly tried to work out where the fixed pieces needed to go. The inside of the machine was very intricate, and if one piece was out of place, then the whole machine wouldn't work. The five of them worked for hours, trying over and over again to put the pieces in the right place. However, as dawn quickly approached and they could see the sun beginning to rise out of the windows, they realized that they were running out of time. Jolly sat down on a workbench and sighed. All year long he had worked hard, organising the other elves and making sure that they were on schedule for the presents to be delivered on Christmas Eve. But now, with just nine days to go and a broken toy-making machine on their hands, they weren't going to be ready on time. Jolly hoped that Santa wouldn't be too disappointed. Jingle, Jangle, Ola, and Raffi felt sorry for Jolly as he professed, It's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year, but it's turned into a total disaster. Right at that moment, A surprising voice sounded from behind them all. Oh, I don't know about that, said the familiar voice. They all turned round to see that Mrs. Claus had joined them in the workshop without them noticing. They all eagerly said hello to Mrs. Claus, and she walked up to Jolly and sat by his side. She wrapped her arm around his sad little shoulders and asked what was the matter. Jolly explained what had happened and how they couldn't work out how to get the machine to work again. They had tried ever so hard for many hours, but they just couldn't get it right. Mrs. Claus gazed at the machine and thought, Then she said, I do believe I have worked on a machine similar to this one before. I'll take a look at it and see if I can spot anything that you might have missed. Mrs. Claus pottered over to the toy-making machine, and Raffy shone his bright nose inside for her to see better. Mrs. Claus got stuck in, rummaging around, swapping cogs over and rearranging gear sticks. The rest of the gang waited patiently, hoping that Mrs. Claus could help. Eventually, Mrs. Claus emerged from working on the machine, covered in soot and oil. She placed her hands on her hips and looked around the workshop with a puzzled look on her face. We are missing a very important piece, she declared. The machine won't work without it. Jingle and Jangle jumped to their feet and asked what was missing. She informed them that a metal rod was gone that connected all of the cogs together. Once they found that rod, the machine should work again perfectly. Straight away, Jingle, Jangle, Jolly, Ola and Raffi began searching the workshop from top to bottom. It was six o'clock in the morning now, and there was only an hour to go until the machine needed to work again. They looked everywhere, but they couldn't find the missing metal rod. That is, until Django glanced at the pile of knitted sweaters he had been making earlier. Perched between two tiny blue sweaters was the metal rod, It must have flown out of the machine and landed quietly on the bed of knitting in the midst of all the excitement. Delightedly, Jangle grabbed the metal rod and handed it to Mrs. Claus. She beckoned all five of them over and said that she would need some help in reapplying the rod to the machine. Mrs. Claus handed out her instructions. Raffi was to use his bright nose to light up the inside of the machine. While she held the metal rod in place, Jingle and Jangle were to slide the fixed cogs back onto the rod, and Jolly was to hold a bolt in place at the end to stop them from sliding off. Finally, when everything was in position, Ola the Snowwoman would use her icy powers to freeze everything together in place. With a bit of luck and teamwork, the toy-making machine should be up and running again in no time. They all followed Mrs. Claus's instructions precisely and worked together to fix the inside of the machine. When their work was done, they all stepped back and admired the toy machine. It looked fixed, but they wouldn't know for sure until they switched it on. It was time for the moment of truth. They all stood back, and Jolly the Elf, walked over to the button to start the machine. He took a deep breath, said a little prayer, and pressed the button. The machine chugged sluggishly for a few beats, and they all momentarily thought that their efforts had been in vain. But then, miraculously, The machine kicked into full swing, and it began to tick and whir like normal. They all watched as a perfectly constructed jack-in-the-box rolled out along the conveyor belt. Mrs. Claus wound up the -the jack-in-the-box, and it worked perfectly. Jingle. Jangle, Jolly, Olla, and Raffi all cheered and sighed with relief as the little doll on the end of the spring bobbed from side to side. Thank you so much, Mrs. Claus, Jolly cried, giving her a big hug. Mrs. Claus hugged him back and smiled. It wasn't just me, Mrs. Claus reminded him. You all work together to make this happen. You should all be very proud of yourselves and grateful to each other. The five friends hugged and high-fived one another and celebrated their success. At that moment, the front door to the toy workshop opened and a stream of elf workers started to enter the building, ready for another day of toy making. Jingle, Jangle and Jolly prepared to spring into action when Mrs. Claus placed a hand on Jolly's shoulder, stopping him in his tracks she whispered. I think that you three deserve the day off, don't you think? Jolly looked at Jingle and Jangle, who were yawning and stretching, and he rubbed his own drowsy eyes. He looked at Mrs. Claus and agreed. She was right. They definitely all deserved some time to rest after such an eventful night. Jolly passed on his day's duties to his assistant manager, and he granted Jingle and Jangle permission to take the day off work. Olla the snowwoman and Raffi the reindeer waved them all goodbye and returned to their own homes to relax and sleep, while the three elves walked back to their houses. Just as Jolly was about to go inside his house, he called out to jingle and jangle a heartfelt thank you. Thank you for all your help tonight, he said. You did a great job and helped save Christmas for lots of boys and girls. Jingle and jangle, smiled and waved. There was nothing more important to them, and they would do it all over again if they had to. The three elves went their separate ways and tucked themselves up in their comfy, cosy beds for a well-deserved rest. Christmas preparations were back on track, and that day, while they all enjoyed a long, long sleep, they dreamt about their highly anticipated holiday that would begin on Christmas Day. They couldn't wait to finally put their feet up for a couple of months until preparations would begin again for next year.